Welcome to Health Data Talks, where industry experts offer bite-sized tips and trends for managing legacy data. Thanks for joining us. I'm Shannon Larkin from Harmony Healthcare IT, and I'm joined today by Amanda Mays, who is our Senior Director of Data Integration at Harmony. Thanks for being here, Amanda. Thanks, Shannon. Happy to be a guest. Great. Well, I think most of our listeners know that at Harmony, we're managing health data. And most often, that means we're migrating or archiving legacy records. And you've been leading the efforts for the implementation of AI or artificial intelligence for our data projects. So I wanted to talk about that today. So maybe to get us started, can you give us a high-level overview of how your team of data integration specialists is working with health data each day? Yeah, absolutely. So I oversee three teams in our data integration department. The first is a systems analyst team, and I like to call them the bookends of the project lifecycle, since they start the projects by extracting the data and documents from source systems, then come back in at the end to deploy completed health data archiver data sources into production. The second is the data integration team that you mentioned. They are responsible for the data modeling and design of custom ETL packages that transform and move data into Health Data Archiver. They also convert any documents or images that are needed for the archive and write any custom reports we uh, deploy alongside that instance of Health Data Archiver. Then last but not least, I oversee the data automation team who really work magic with Python and other programming languages to write applications that we leverage to automate our daily activities as we work Thank you. That's a great big body of work, but it's helpful context to move into the topic of artificial intelligence and how you're applying it in some of that work you do. You know, artificial intelligence, machine learning, it just has so many applications. In my role as a marketer, chat GPT is definitely a trending topic right now for content creation. You know, there's speech technology, image recognition. I even get recommendations on my Spotify and Netflix. And I know that's all driven by AI, but what do we need to know about it in general to kind of frame up our conversation for how it's applying to the work that you and your team are using for health data management? Artificial intelligence is a really broad category. Like you mentioned, there's a ton of different technologies that really attempt to mimic human intelligence or perform tasks that would have traditionally required human input of some kind to move them forward. And as you mentioned, AI can include things like speech-to-text technology, pattern and image recognition, and really lots of other cool things that can be done there. And as we talk about machine learning, it's just one subcategory of this broader umbrella that is AI. And it really refers to technology that allows for the program to eventually make predictions or suggestions based on rules and training data sets. And, you know, it will extrapolate guesses or suggestions or next steps based on what it's learned from that data set that you feed it. And specifically in the health data space, there are some really interesting things happening with machine learning. Microsoft has an algorithm that reviews radiology imaging and is attempting to identify tumors and things like that present in the image. And there are other companies that analyze patient data sets to determine if those patients might be right for a clinical trial. So there are just tons of applications that are springing up all over the place that are using machine learning to really bring automation and efficiencies and new things to the health data space. Yeah, I love those clinical examples that you gave. It really feels like it is 
you know, helping to advance medicine. So now let's marry up artificial intelligence to the work that you're doing with your team. What kind of initiatives are you driving so that artificial intelligence can help your team? So there's a a huge number of software applications that store patient data. And we joke that after archiving hundreds of systems, we've seen them all, but, but not quite yet. There are always new applications coming through the pipeline. So these applications have unique database platforms, and the structure of the database objects can really vary widely from system to system. So we've developed algorithms that assist in locating relevant data elements in unknown data structures, as well as suggesting potential relationships between tables inside of those databases. That's so interesting. Yeah, I, I think the last time I checked, we've seen over 550 different brand names of different legacy systems that your team is working on. So the algorithm part is interesting. What are some of the steps that you take when you're implementing and training an algorithm? Like, what does that look like? A machine learning algorithm is really a set of rules or instructions that are meant to be followed really closely. So the first step is to define what those instructions are and the order of operations that we want the program to follow. So at a high level, there are commonalities in data sets like patient identifiers, medical record number, for instance, or different codes like ICD codes that exist pretty consistently in clinical data sets. So if you can identify your high-level patient information, their demographics, and things like that, then you can also find a related list of problems or medications, perhaps, based on the data elements that would be pretty consistent from one application to the other like an ICD code or an NBC code or things like that. Once those instructions exist, then the fun part really comes with feeding the algorithms different examples of known data sets that we've seen before so that it can start to use that information and make suggestions when it sees an unknown data set based on where those data elements were located in previous systems that we've seen. This training process can take a ton of time, but It's really exciting to see what the algorithms can tell you about a brand new data set that we've never seen before. Yeah, I would think that would be exciting. You mentioned the consistency of certain data elements, but I would imagine a lot of these legacy systems, just because they're so old, I mean, some of them could be decades old. Were there times when the data that was getting put in might not be so consistent? And if that's the case, or, you know, if they were freeform text, How does the algorithm deal with that? Yeah, you're right. So especially in some of these older systems, data quality can be really questionable when we talk about human-entered data sets. And in a lot of the older systems, you know, we really see, as you mentioned, free texted fields that a user can put almost anything in there. And more and more with newer clinical applications, we're seeing some type of data entry validation in that front end of the application that allows for more consistency in the data structures that sit behind those applications, as well as other quality check processes on the practice side to make sure that the data entered is not only accurate, but but certainly makes sense. So we see more drop-down fields instead of pretexted fields, allowing really boxing those users into what they can put in the fields. And Regarding the algorithms, there are still those common data elements, like I talked before, NDC codes or ICD codes that really allow us to string everything together. So even if there are pretexted fields in 
some of the older applications that we see, or even the newer ones, um, there are still those common data elements that through training of the algorithms, we can really still thread all of those things together as the algorithm observes how data is stored in many different systems. And that's one of the advantages of having all of this experience and seeing all of these systems is that knowledge of how these data structures were put together. So we can use all of that institutional knowledge to train our algorithms to really give us a lot of good, informative items coming into the projects as it looks at new systems. Yeah, you mentioned experience. And I mean, we definitely have a lot of it with, you know, the number of legacy systems we've seen and the number of years we've been doing this. Your team is completing hundreds of archives each year. So I know that you're kind of moving fast, but because of the type of data you're dealing with, you certainly need to move with quality and ensure the data integrity. So is AI helping with that? It certainly is. Now, as we talk about encountering new systems, there's a lot of these systems that have just a ton of features and a ton of data elements that really allow clinicians and and other folks to to do different things. And sometimes those data sets can have tens of thousands of tables. And in terms of the time that it takes, you know, a human may take quite a bit of time to acclimate to that data set and understand what's inside of maybe 20,000 tables in a database. But a machine can use that algorithm and can go through that data set and give us things that are really useful in that process to not only increase, you know, the accuracy potentially and observe things that maybe a human would have needed more time to find out or to really, really save us time. So I agree, you know, those algorithms are certainly allowing us to understand data sets a whole lot faster. And in some cases, they're making observations that would have taken us a longer time to really see and spend more time with that data set. That's great. It sounds very efficient. Any closing comments on, on maybe what the future of AI looks like for Harmony as you move forward? Yeah, we're really committed to leveraging machine learning with a lot of different use cases. We have a ton of ideas on how we can continue to use these algorithms and develop new ones to really benefit our customers as we assist them in managing their data. There's nothing better than that. Amanda, thanks again so much for joining us to talk about AI and machine learning and how we're using that at Harmony. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to join us next time for another episode where we'll cover tips and trends for managing health data. That's it for this session of Health Data Talks. Check out helpful resources at HarmonyHIT.com and follow us in your favorite podcast app to catch future episodes. We'll see you next time.